The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Did you ever go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American gives a fuck about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm hungover. And that's hungover Mike. Uh, <laughs> and welcome. Today, we're coming at you live from the Canal Street Radio, from the Canal Street Market. So, shouts to Family FM Network. We're what? back. We're back again. Uh, they let us back in. I know. How was your, uh, how was your Halloween, man? It was uh, cool, man. I uh, was going to go to this murder mystery. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was like, so the murder mystery, everybody plays a character. And so my character, his name was uh, Cy, like C-Y. And uh, he was like, he's like the bouncer. Not, in not this the Korean mob. pop guy. Not, not the <laughs> Korean pop guy. Although I did wear drop crotch pants. <laughs> and uh, everybody has like a different character to play. And mm-hmm. there's like quite a bit of research you have to do as far as like, there's like a, there's like a, a piece of paper you have to... You don't have to, but you know, to know about like all the different characters involved and what your motivation is. Right. Okay. And somebody in the party is a murderer. Right. And right, like right. all that stuff. So I was like preparing for that. Yeah. And then uh, my wife told me that um, actually we're not doing the dinner. We're just doing drinks. And so I prepared for no reason. <laughs> Did you still go in character to the drinks? Uh, no, but I am. I have. A, I have an amazing 1920s mobster voice. Oh my you god! Know, you know. Well, so tell, give us a little, um, little info on like who the side guy was. You know, ah, you the, I'm the bouncer. Say, that's you're just gonna do that. For I was just gonna do that. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> and uh, so we didn't do that, but we uh, had some drinks, and then we got trapped in the uh, Halloween New York Halloween parade thingy. Right, as one does. And so we had to walk like. Four miles around it or something like that did you dress up no i wore a uh i had like a black suit on but just you know how i dress i right, right, just right. look normal what's size last name where's he from um he is uh the, the whole thing is supposed to be kind of like chicago mobster thing oh so okay, he okay. is like hooked into this family and uh, he's dating uh, so, so gina my wife was going to play the cocktail waitress Right, and she has she has angles too, mm. you know. And then like, uh, you know, the, so the whole backstory is like, so somebody was murdered. Like the the head of this um, this kind of like family was murdered, and then like everybody's trying to figure out who did it, but everybody has a reason to kill him, and all these things happening. So I was. Did you fuck up the party by not going? Because I feel like size are very key thing key I, guy you would right? think so right no so i don't know what happens if nobody goes to the murder mystery because then <laughs> it's there's just no, the murder it's just uh it's <laughs> just, just the guy killer. sitting by himself <laughs> uh no so i'm there i think there's you know this is like a package you can buy so like right 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 I'm, I'm, there's all sorts of contingencies as far as oh if this person doesn't show up or something mm, like that. damn that's that's very adult of you man yeah I think, it was very adult right i it think was, yeah like one thing uh, as as one gets older for you young listeners out there. Yeah, you can't just get drunk. You have to get drunk and have a thing. Right, right, right. right? right. Either Whether it's murder mystery or cocaine, you gotta there do always has to be something else. Exactly. Yeah. I For Halloween, I was on the road. I did a college show. Yeah. I was in, I was in Frostburg, Maryland. And <laughs> this Dude, I realized that when you go do shows in cities where there's nothing happening, this school, sir, I was performing in the Students Activity Center. They had a bar inside the school. Yes. I never even heard of that. Yes. Is that a thing? Yeah. They had a bar. Like they were they were serving students in the same place where like Econ 101's happening like the following Monday. Like underage students? 
Well, you have to have an ID, but oh. like just have, that was very weird. Like so during my show, there was a bartender and he was like serving up drinks. Uh, that's people. awesome. Yeah, so that I mean that was really fun. But yeah, I was I was working. Were people you know? were people dressed up? They were. So ah. like I did a lot of roasting. You know, a lot uh-huh. of roasting. Yep, I saw a lot of uh, Avengers characters. A lot of mm. uh, there there was like a decent amount of people who were into anime. So there was a group of kids who dressed up as the characters from Bleach. Do you want? Do you know what that is? I know what Bleach is. Yeah, it's just like a, one of those popular. It's like up there with like Naruto and all that, right? It's a yeah. very popular manga thing. So I was doing some, you know, jokes there. It was, it was great. It was, it was a good time. But you know, I, I worked for an hour and then I went home to my hotel room and just watched Bleach and then went to bed. You know, <laughs> so that was my Halloween. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Before uh, we start the show, uh, we just want to give a quick shout out to all the Patreon supporters. Ha ha. Uh, this game that we always play, where we try to guess where you're from uh, based on your last oh, name. Uh, hold on here, real quick. I, uh, you know who I ran into? I ran into Woody. Woody Foo. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just want to say real quick, Woody, I'm sorry I called you Will. You called him Will? Yeah, I was super drunk. Oh, my I, God. To this day, I don't even think Woody is his real name. <laughs> There's no way your name is Woody, Woody. Why did but you he was call so, him Will? I was hammered, man. He was so nice. I met his, his girlfriend. Very sweet. And, wow. Uh, he, you know, he met our family. But And, you know, I know he listens to us. That's right. And I just wanted to Woody, uh, I'd like to amends. apologize on behalf of the podcast for calling <laughs> <you>. <laughs> That's a very white guy move, you know? What? <laughs> calling another Asian person by a different name, you know? Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm white. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what this podcast is about. about. Uh, okay, yeah. let's do these shout outs. We, we got a lot of donations since last, last week. And I actually got some complaints on DM. Because people Uh-oh. were like, hey, I donated. Why don't you say something last week? Oh, shit. Little did they know that was pre-recorded like two weeks ago. So mm-hmm. we are releasing things That's out of why. order. Um, but the first supporter, uh, his name is just Han. H-A-N. Huh. Han. Just like the, uh, like the character from uh, um, Fast and the Furious. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Okay. <sighs> which, which, which number? Uh, he's recurring. He's like the Asian recurring character. I've seen one. Was you seen the one? first one? He was yeah. in the one. He no. wasn't in one? No. Damn. Well, Chinese? He's Korean. Oh, he's Korean. I think. Well, hold on here. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? It's uh, just he, one. He looks so Korean. Are you kidding me? With his beautiful you hair. You know Han? I don't know Han. I'm talking about the oh, character. the character. I'm talking about, I'm, sh- I'm giving shouts out to the character. <laughs> and I'm assuming it's this guy. You think, you think the guy in Fast yes. and Furious. <laughs> I think the guy from the Fast and the Furious just gave us some money. Damn. Two dollars though, so he's not doing well. His career's not going well. Well, but the, the character dies in the movie. Sorry, right. spoiler alert. So that's why he doesn't he have that much his job. Money. Well, thank you, Han from Fast and Furious. We appreciate your support. Uh, then we got James Bao, B A O B A O. So Chinese. didn't even know that was a real last name. Bao, dude. His name is is dumpling. Is dumpling. That's delicious. That's so cute. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, James Bao, thank James you so much. Dumpling. We think you're Chinese. Then we have Candy Ko, K O H. Candy. Also, Can- also a name. With a food, food name, food name. Mm, I think that's Korean, right? K O H. I know a, I know a Ko? Yunjin Ko. I know a Yunjin Ko. Maybe. That's, she's Korean. I think. Maybe. Maybe. All right, we're gonna just move on to yeah. uh, Michelle Zhang. Z E N G. Five dollars. Five dollars. Zhang. She's rich, dude. She works for KPMG. You know how it is, man. <laughs> yeah. Shouts to KPMG. KPMG. I think she's Shouts Chinese. Shouts to the big firms. Um, then we have uh, Dan T. Just T. T. Just no. Just the letter T. Hmm. He did it so that because I don't think he wanted us to look into his ancestry, so he was he's hiding. From uh, us. We're we're basically twenty three and me, but podcast form. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dan T, huh? Uh, I think you're a Cherokee. <laughs> well, we can't really guess him. Sorry, Dan. You should have told us your last name. Uh, the last couple people, Dong Wei Su. Dong Wei Su. Yeah. yeah. Love anyone named Dong is. I love. I like that person. this guy kept his real name. Fuck a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people are like 
you know. Dude, I'm going to name my kid Dong for sure. Dong Penis Nguyen. <laughs> His middle name will be Penis. You're just, you, would you do that to your kid? Would you? I'm going to give my you kid. you have an American name. I'm going to give my kid the most Asian name. I'm, he, he's going to have a Vietnamese and a Korean name at <laughs> like once. What? Uh, uh, fucking Tila. Tila Tequila. It's very traditional. Yes. Then we have this dude, Dan, who doesn't have a last name. He upped his pledge from $2 to $10. Nine ninety nine, actually. Oh man, so, that's that big SAT dick energy. It is, but you know, we both know that it's out of eight hundred, so he's lying to us. Uh-oh. Maybe combined score nine ninety nine. Who knows? That's also a bad score. That's a bad score, but he has money now, so that's good. Yeah. We can't. We don't judge people based on their SAT scores no, because we don't. this is America. This so, is America. thank you, all the subscribers. Um, you know, if you don't know what the fuck we're doing right now, we have a Patreon page where you can support our podcast. Um, and you know, we're in a studio right now. This is all possible because of all the supporters and all the money, all the monies you have given us. So, yes. if you like anything that we do, please go to Patreon.com/slash/AsianNotAsianPod and give us your money. Speaking of SAT scores and mm-hmm. people with great SAT scores. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's time to introduce our guest. Our guest today. Yes, we have a guest today. This is probably not the way she prefers being introduced. I don't give a shit. <laughs> her SAT score. But I got to say, our listeners are horny for SAT scores. Uh, <laughs> so we have, to, we have to mention it. We're going to get deep oh. into it. But uh, our guest today, she has written for the New York Times. She has written for McSweeney's. She's written for The New Yorker. Uh, she's a writer for the upcoming Reductors Pilot on Comedy Central. Give it up for Karen Chi. So exciting! Thanks for coming on the show, Karen. Yeah. Wait, can I also say my nephew's name is Han? Oh, really? Yeah. Which Han, is my... Han Chi. Uh, no, no, no. He's Han Kim. Okay. Yeah. How old is your nephew? He is almost three. Ah, so it's yeah. possible he was the one who did it. Yeah. It's, honestly, <laughs> I it was heard two dollars, right? I mean, kids that's nowadays are crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's all of his right. money. <laughs> just Venmoed it. He just Venmoed it. He's already CMO. Wait, is somewhere. your cousin born in Korea or was he born here? He's um, Korean. This is my nephew. It's my cousin's Sorry, son. But I don't know if this is true in other uh, countries also. But in Korea, your nephew's kids. I mean, your cousin's kids. You just refer to them as your nephew and niece. Mm. Um, like I mean, there's no other word for it. And yeah. so I kind of I like it because it makes him feel a lot closer to me. Interesting. In, yeah. in Japan, we call them second cousins to Whoa. put extra distance between. <laughs> 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 you are not one of us. Um, that's great. Uh, so maybe it was him. I hope that was him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Karen, uh, we met. Um, I guess like back in March, maybe. Yes. I, I didn't even. Right. I, so the way Mike, do you know Karen? This is the first time you met. I've him? only just. I mean, I follow her on Twitter. Okay. And I good. Uh, angrily, I'm sure she doesn't follow you back. No, she doesn't. Wait, no, I love that. She doesn't follow me back. Yes. And I angrily, re- I angrily <laughs> like her tweets because <laughs> I'm like, this is so funny. <laughs> Fuck. Did you poison her coffee? <laughs> follow me back, bitch. I put yeah. I, I put oh I put God. Asian poison, which is just milk. <laughs> So yeah, immediately gonna fall. Back. <laughs> I, I didn't. Know. I'm so sorry. My God, yeah. No. So so Karen and I met uh, when we both opened for Ronnie Chang uh, back in the spring when he was headlining Caroline's, mm-hmm. and it was crazy because I didn't know who you were, and he told me about you because I was doing an earlier show. Yes, yeah. And then my first impression of you was you came in, and you were so confident, and what? and you told Ronnie. You were like, oh, I've been doing comedy for a while, but I'm fairly new to stand-up, so I might just tank this. And you just yeah. you said that to his face. And 100%. I was like, then when you said that, I was like, 
this girl's gonna make it. This, you what? know what I mean? Yeah. Because yes. I walked in, little yes. Japanese salaryman boy, like, oh, thank you so much. Thank oh, you so much, honey. Oh, oh, oh my god, oh, please, oh, please, please, thank you. Oh, oh thank you. So I, I'll give you money for this. I brought like ch- like Japanese chips as a peace offering. Did you, you know? Really? You no, did? I did. I did not. But oh. that's the kind of attitude that I had, right? Should I have brought him a gift? No. I didn't know what to do. Dude, we should make that a thing. An Asian comedian. Wait, a funny thing is, my friend, do you guys know Alex Song? I do know Alex. I know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Alex and I went to see so Bowen Yang, a mutual friend, um, yes. Yes. writes for SNL and he like had us as his guest for the Aquafina episode. And okay. so Alex and I went, we didn't talk about it before, and we both uh. brought thank you cards. <laughs> <laughs> Gave it to Bowen while we were there. We were like, "This is the most Asian thing that has ever happened." I love that so Let's much. Yeah. Make it a thing where you have to bring like a bunch of oranges. <laughs> Clementines, the small ones. Yes, the small yeah. ones. For the and headliner. Like, oh, thank you very much for your. Thank you very much for being on SNL, Aquafina. Wow. <laughs> Anytime That's... you see Asian comedian, Wait, oranges. You know. I went empty-handed to Ronnie's. Should, did you bring I something? I didn't bring shit. Of okay. course I didn't. No, he would. He would have roasted me so hard no, if I did 100%. that. Hundred percent. His son um, been bullying. But I have heard Bobby Lee on his podcast. He was talking about how there's another Korean com- uh, comedian on the West Coast, and when he opens for him, he uh, offers to carry his bag and stuff. And he, <laughs> he, what's the word for brother in? Korean, not opa, but like if it, if it's two dudes, like Hyung. Yes, yeah. he, he was like he calls him he calls me Hyung. Oh and he, and yeah, he, yeah. And he's like yeah. that's all I ever wanted in fucking comedy, bro. I just wanted somebody to call me Hyung when they're <laughs> opening for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that respect, man. You I know have it. it's so it's so important, but yeah. So that's how Karen and I met. So like initially, like already off the bat, first impression, you know, with just Ronnie Chang. Already. Well, okay, yes. no, I will say I was so nervous when Ronnie had asked me. I'm pretty sure I told him like I'm very new to this. I don't know if you know this, and he was like, no, 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 I want you to open. And I was like. Sure okay but that was March I did stand up for the first time at the end of January holy <laughs> shit <laughs> when Ronnie was like please open for me that's I was insane. like I am so oh, I do not that's have the material awesome. <laughs> oh my god you uh, uh, just the I fact work. that you even had 10 minutes is amazing I think yes. it's just he, he was really nice to me <laughs> well you know this is why Ronnie is the man because oh, the he was talking about it before he was like oh yeah this is a little Karen I think she's new but he was like I actually he's like I really don't give a fuck how you guys do he's yes. like this is just I'm giving you an opportunity and you can crush you can bomb i don't care yeah like these are my fans i'm gonna win them over anyways yeah, yeah. they're not gonna, really they're not gonna remember you so you best. know which yeah. which is like that's the level of confidence you want to get is like oh yeah when he, you can give stuff back and expect nothing in yes return. Yeah, yeah just he has enough energy where we just put him on the flyer his name alone yeah mm-hmm. it will be people will give you more respect oh absolutely you know so like you know that that you're able to do that is amazing i know so you're new to stand up but you've been doing comedy for a while right yeah. i have been i was creeping around your website trying Ooh. to get to know you a little bit more fine and so you were doing sketch and improv i believe yeah before stand up right yes. so like tell us what's going on with that like when when did this all when did the whole comedy journey begin um okay so i think i first found out comedy was a thing when i was in eighth grade okay like, as a genre. You didn't laugh until then. <laughs> no, <laughs> no So sullen, so sad. Um, no, I did laugh, haha, but I didn't like <laughs> watch. I didn't know that was like a thing people did. Professionally. Yeah, right. or see, even yes. like intentionally. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> intentionally. Like, I didn't Before know that, it was just, just coming across comedy yeah. on accident. It would be like people this falling is... and I'd be like, ha ha ha. <laughs> a bully that's now, not, yeah. Like, yeah to be fair falling is hysterical fail so. fail fail yes. video failing yeah oh yeah. my god people getting injured mm-hmm. yeah i love that i love injuring people for my own humor. <laughs> um no i found out about it in eighth grade and then ninth grade i started taking like improv classes because i was oh. just like this is so cool where um 
They had that in ninth grade? Well, they didn't have it at school. I mean, we did like improv in my drama class okay, a little okay. bit. And then I'm from a small town called Foster City. It's in the Bay Area. And mm. then I would just on the weekends hop on a train and go to San Francisco and then take a class at an improv theater there. Oh, and so cool. I did that all throughout high school and then all throughout college. Um, oh, so you're not new to comedy at all. I guess not. I guess especially improv, I feel like I've done it for a long time. Right, right, right. And I like it very much. Um, you didn't go to Kumon and shit? I did, I did go to Kumon. I went to Kumon in elementary school, and I truly, I loved Kumon. This is very <laughs> embarrassing. You liked Kumon? Yeah. Why? I did it because my older brother did Kumon. This is why you thought falling down was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only joy Pain. in her life. Pain is hysterical. <laughs> I love Kumon. What is wrong? <laughs> well, tell us your traumas. Continue. No, when I was like very young, I wanted to do everything my older brother did, and oh. he's six years older than me, and so he would always come home from middle school with like homework and like Kumon <laughs> and like things to oh do. Oh my God. And I was like, I want want to do oh all my god that's, that's that was your parents plan though, very funny right? it maybe sad, yeah but. i guess so i really liked school <laughs> i like school too yeah i love school so you did improv for a while yeah. uh, right right i mean you continue to do it and um and then you did it through college yeah and yeah. i started in college i started writing stuff mm-hmm. oh, okay cool and so yeah now, I started before doing, we like, talk about college let's just for the listeners where did you go to college karen where did you go to college <laughs> what was that where was that, was that? Where was I, that? Was that? Uh, I went to harvard what do you hear that mike do you hear that, that that's for, that's for listeners jizzing in their pants right? <laughs> oh, that's, that's, no, really... that's not our listeners our listeners parents <laughs> are jizzing <laughs> We can hear our listeners are are like, oh, that's cool. And then meanwhile, Mrs. Park comes in and is like, I had an orgasm. What are you listening to? Oh, uh, Karen went to Harvard. Karen went to Harvard, everybody. Yes. My My God. And what did you study? Yeah, what did you study? I studied history and literature. Okay. And yeah. but, but at this point, did you want to do comedy professionally? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so you, that was, I mean, they don't have a comedy major, obviously. No. <laughs> this is not NYU, so <laughs> you can't just like make up your own major. So this is like, you majored in, you said history and... Literature. And literature, right? Yeah. And that was like... Mm. I guess I guess that's the closest thing to comedy at Harvard. I, I, don't know. I guess yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just sort of I got there and I was like, I'm just gonna study what I find really cool. Mm-hmm, and then, because mm-hmm. I when I first got to college, I thought I was gonna do either government or math, um, mm-hmm. and then ended up doing history and literature just because it was very fun. It was lots of like, the concentration is mostly just reading stories. Um, from particular eras and then learning about the history of that time period based on the stories that were written. Mm. So it was really just like a fun Whoa. time being imaginary with other weird people in class. She had fun in school. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know you were allowed to do that. I didn't know Harvard was fun. I didn't know that. I, don't think, so. I think she's oh like, I think, yeah. <laughs> Tell us really what you made. Uh, <laughs> so now, so you, so you, so comedy was a big part of your life, you know, growing up and in college. Yeah. And then did you move to New York right after school? No, I went home i oh wait i did a short thing in new york i did like an acting thing last summer mainly because i'm really bad at acting and i was oh, like yeah. i just want to do something that's really acting scary to me sure. immediately after graduating and this was like the scariest thing in my mind and so i took this acting program for like a month and a half and then i went home and i was like sort of working and saving money at home mm. and then i went on like a writing residency to like just get some stuff together and then in january i was like okay i'm bored i'm gonna start now and then i moved to new york to do stand-up for the first time, then two months later. And then two months later, I <laughs> opened for Ronnie crazy. It literally, that's what I'm saying. It's so just that Ronnie's the nicest person. So let me recap your career so far. First, you discovered comedy when you were 15. And then you had fun. Oh, no, hold on here. You loved Kumon. And then you had fun at Harvard. You found it to be easy. And then you moved to... New York and open for Ronnie Chang. 
Six weeks later. Oh. So uh, your Netflix special will be out soon. Soon, yes. and yeah, it'll be amazing. It came out last week. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need this. Um, damn. So I, I want to get down to you were such a pl- pleasant person, and I want to oh. understand you more. Okay. Dude, tell us what. Tell us about your upbringing. Like, how did you? You just told your parents you want to do comedy yeah. after yeah, Harvard, were, were and they, they were cool with it. Have yeah. they been? Well, here's the thing. Okay. You, <laughs> I'm so nervous. She got into Harvard, okay? <laughs> she can do whatever the fuck she wants now. But is that true? Yes, it is. Because I thought Asian I, parents wanted you to do that, and then you have to no, be a doctor. No, because what it is, is like I upheld my part of the bargain. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did what I want. You know what I'm saying? I did the thing, so now you can go to church and brag to all your friends. Right. <laughs> is that but, what happened to you and Cal? No. It, because oh. Cal's a public school, so it's sort of like. But Cal is such a good school. I know, but my parents were just sort of like, "Well, duh, you duh, know, like, right? That, it, that was the it. minimum. Yeah, oh <laughs> it was. And then you know, I almost got kicked out. Anyway, so your parents sound like they're they're very supportive of everything. Yeah, my parents are weirdly very very chill. Um, oh wow. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. My like, I don't know. When I was little, I was like, oh. I want to do all these weird things and they would always be like that's great like do those things and then when I got into high school and I wanted to do improv they'd be like yeah okay like help let us drive you on the weekends instead of taking the train all the time or oh whatever my God. Wow. and then when I got into college and I was like I want to do this as a career they were like okay cool and one of the nicest things they did was both my parents were born and raised in Korea and so they didn't know American humor or media very well right. and so they were just like let us know the names of shows you like so then we can start watching them and figure out like what is good <laughs> I know it's insane I always feel bad telling other Asian people what if, about what if, what if Asian parents <laughs> wanted their kids to be comedians? That sounds like what's happening. Here. This is she's like she's like a science experiment. I know. Of, <laughs> let's apply success to this to, other to a, thing. a different field. And, 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 and voila, Harvard and Ronnie Chang. Harvard and Ronnie Chang. <laughs> I like that Ronnie Chang is the Harvard of the comedy. It's world. Just, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so so they watched the what 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 kind of stuff did they watch? I saw stuff that I watched. So it was like uh, the Colbert Report, The Daily Show, The Office, Parks and Rec. Do and they now, get it? Yeah. Do they get it? Because, I think they do now. Okay. It, I think it took them a little while and then the hardest one was i told them about like british comedy shows i liked and i was like Ooh, okay that's get used tough. to american first and yeah. then they would they, when they tried to watch like Stephen fry and hugh laurie stuff from a long yeah. time ago they'd be mm. like we honestly have a hard time understanding the yes. accent yes, mm. yes, yes and then the accent plus that like slightly different sense of humor i think was yeah. difficult but she my mom will watch it and not be laughing but be like i love this <laughs> like, okay. i always say that the biggest so it's hard for asian people like asian immigrants to understand american humor especially uk humor because in asia i don't know if this is true about korea but in japan we don't do sarcasm that's yes. same they, they, it's not a thing yeah if you are being ironic about something it means you're lying yeah so yes. it's not funny yeah, yeah. so yeah. if you see a fat person you're like oh he's skinny you'd be like no that's mm. wrong like mm. it's, that's not funny right so it's because of that that sarcasm allows you to be a little bit more like advanced with comedy you can kind of take it to this like next level right. Mm-hmm. right that dryness but because it doesn't exist a lot of asian humor uh we have like what's called manzai in japan which is like kind of like it's very vaudeville two dudes talking to each other telling hey, that's a story us. yeah kind of like <gasps> what we do wow. but it's very like slapstick right it's oh. like the punchlines are very obvious a lot of impersonations a lot of oh. act outs so it has to be like very obvious gotcha and i think that's why i've heard this from a lot of people but they say like comedy in general is a little bit more advanced in english-speaking countries because of the because of the sarcasm the dryness right yeah you can like push the boundaries whereas in asia you can't even do that in conversation people don't really get it right Mm -hmm. so but no it's true my dad doesn't get sarcasm at all and like 
it, to the point where I will be sarcastic and he'll be like, oh, okay. Like very sincerely. <laughs> and then he really likes, do you guys know Kenny G, the jazz musician? Uh, yes, fuck yeah. Of okay, so he sincerely loves Kenny G, yes. who I feel like is ridiculed <laughs> on the internet all the time. Asian people love saxophone. Yeah, okay, this is true. <laughs> I will also say that my dad's name is Kenny Chi. And it's like, oh my God. He purposely chose it to make it sound like Kenny G. <laughs> Wait, he, hey, your dad he, is hysterical. <laughs> that's funny. That's, that is that's funny. a bit. He doesn't know that it's funny. He's sincerely oh. like, I love him and oh. I want to pick an English name and it sounds like I am Asian Kenny that's G. That's a very Asian move. Yes. yes. It's yeah. like when people pick names from the Bible, right? Like for their kids. Ah. Did you, did this happen? This happened in my family. Well, it's but, very, Christianity yeah. is a big thing in Korean culture, right? Yes. So that's very, I, I meet a lot of Esters. You know, yes. Esther, Ooh, Esters. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Esther Kims. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So Dude, many. that's like so. So what I'm learning from you is that <laughs> if our parents take their intensity and just l- support us, <laughs> we what could, re- could happen? We could really fly. We could fly. We, we could really fly. So. Most importantly, we could be happy. Oh, I that's know. Amazing. You guys yeah. seem happy. Are you not happy? It took a long time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, We're still looking for happiness. Um, <laughs> well, walk us through a little bit of your day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like your process. Like you know, you wake up. Yeah. You're like, I'm killing it. And then, <laughs> what what do you where do you go from there? Yes, no, you're absolutely right. As soon as I wake up, my first thought is I'm killing it. <laughs> um, I will say I do put wake up as the first thing on my to do list, so that I'm always like I got one thing done, <laughs> and I feel really good about myself. Um, yeah, okay, so my days are pretty random and change a lot. I am mostly working as a freelance writer, and found out that if I just sort of keep at it all the time, it can cover all that's the amazing. Things Basic I, need. I mean, that, yeah, yeah, that alone. Like, I mean, I'm a I'm a writer and. I was a freelance writer for a while yeah. and just forget the comedy part. Yes. Just writing at all, like to try to make a living off of it is very difficult. It's so hard. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, you're kind of cobbling together contacts and networks and like trying to do all those things. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you like? Who do you write for? Like what kind of things do you do? I write for really anyone that will have me. Um, I write for mostly the New Yorker, I guess. It's just like freelance contributing so i send stuff into them that's awesome um and then i do stuff for vulture and then mcsweeney's reductress the new york times really truly anywhere i send stuff and they're like we'll take it i'm like great okay cool this is all the shit that you want to do oh my god <laughs> you <laughs> should do this I always talk about McSweeney's. <laughs> so we'll get into it later <laughs> because I've, I've, yeah i'm definitely going to uh take over your life yes okay uh, please please. 100 million percent i'm gonna yeah. wear your face no that's uh, perfect uh, no but uh, i'm sorry I, I interrupted you as far as just like you know you wake up yes. check yeah and then is it just like i don't really necessarily have writer's block yes but like you're sitting there and you're like funny thing yeah mm. you know what i'm saying like oh totally how do you get around yeah, what's your to process um, what's yeah. your inspiration okay process? so this is i i am very i'm kind of like a machine i think or i, I really aspire to be like a machine often yes. um and so especially i think this was maybe my senior year of college i trained my brain uh to sit down and just sort of be able to crank out funny things mm. and just did that like every yes, day for yes. a long time and it was really hard in the beginning and i would have writer's block and not think of funny things but i think because i did that for so long now i'll sit and just just start writing um mm. and i can sort of turn it on and off i think which is nice oh my god um and then the comedy button no <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It feels like a muscle and it was so hard for me that did not come naturally at all Mm -hmm. to do. But now I feel like I've got this muscle that I'm able to use every day. Do you have to, uh, do you like skim through the news in order to kind of find like topical stuff? Because I'll I'll try to like, oh, well, you know, what are some things in the zeitgeist right now? But then I'll read the news and I'll get sad. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I do get sad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think I skim through the news most mornings just, just to make sure 
the world is still okay. Right. And it, then, yeah. Because you, you have a very specific, um, you have like a, I feel like you have a handful of themes that you like to cover, right? Like, so you Ooh. do a lot of like, well, from just what I've read. Also, when I told my girlfriend that I'm interviewing today, they're like, oh, I know her. I read her shit. Because she loves The New Yorker. She's like, oh. always, always reading that shit. And uh, you do a lot of stuff about like, you know, feminism, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of stuff like making fun of dudes. Yeah. Right? Which I love. Um, and when I read your stuff, especially your tweets, sometimes they're harsh. But then when I meet you in person, you're like this adorable, super nice person. Oh. And sometimes I feel like, <laughs> wait a minute, this is like a really crazy thing she just said. And here you are like wearing a Where the Wild Things Are t-shirt, you know? <laughs> it just doesn't match up sometimes, you know? Yeah, interesting. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely one thing I, I sort of took in as comparing you as a person and a writer. Do, oh, do you, wow, yeah. But, do you, but I mean, obviously, like, your writing and your, your projects kind of reflect who you are. But, like, is that what's going on in your head all the time? Like, just... I guess so. Constantly, like, roasting men? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look at I, this fuckboy. <laughs> honestly, that's probably true. I, I feel like, um... I feel like I'm very blunt as a person. I'm very straightforward. Mm. And, like, if I don't like something or I feel like something's a waste of time, I'll be like, okay, this is not worth it, and I'll mm. leave. Um, and then I think I genuinely i think i'm very smiley and people assume i'm just nice and not don't have opinions mm. and then i really just always have opinions <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah man your whole story is just so it's very like dragon ball z like goku had a lot of family support you know his mm. wife was very supportive always making him rice and stuff you know <laughs> and, then, and then goku would lose a battle and, and, and because he was lacking a specific skill, right? Uh. And then he would go to the mountain or sometimes he'd die and go to heaven and just train for like a thousand years, like that comedy <laughs> muscle that she's talking about. <laughs> and then he'd come back to earth and just be like the strongest dude ever. What's the difference you think, you know, between, because I see what you're saying as far as the, that muscle. And I think Fumi and I, uh, with stand-up, the reason why we can try to be funny is because we learned to use that muscle mm -hmm. i think it's the same muscle but d we did it on stage yes. right we, we try to develop that do you feel though from doing your writing that going on stage is that like a different feel is that like a different muscle or yeah. is it the same muscle just a different way i think you guys probably have a muscle i don't have the stage one that you're talking about mm -hmm. because i will say I always say yes to doing shows when people ask me. And then on the day of, I'm always like, why did I do this? <laughs> and like leading up to the show, I'm like, oh my God, I hate this. I hate comedy. I hate performing. <laughs> and then I'll do the show and I'm like, oh my God, that was so fun. And they'll be like, do you want to come back? And I'm like, yeah. And then it'll happen again. <laughs> and I, and I just keep show. getting booked. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. That's not I don't even <laughs> want this. You are Goku. This isn't even my final form. <laughs> You're uh. twisting my words. That's not what I mean. Okay, I want to ask one more oh, thing before we kind of wrap this interview up. So we talked a lot about your career. Jeez. Let's get into that personal life. Like, okay. Like, who are you, Karen? Are you are you dating? Do you like boys? Like, what is going on? No, I, she hates yeah. boys, as you know. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about you. I've never seen. I mean, I don't see you that often. Mm -hmm. But we should hang out more. Oh wow! Complete <laughs> silence. Fumi okay. doesn't have nervous. friends. I got nervous. The only way I, I'm even his friend is because I work constantly with him. That's Did you make this podcast to hang out with him? This is entirely it. Actually, we're not even recording. <laughs> <laughs> we're just hanging out. We're just hanging. This is hanging out. He thinks he thinks we're recording. We're not. That's amazing. No. Uh, no, but yeah, like yeah. What do you, um, what do, you do? Yeah, my personal life, I. I'm not dating anyone. I do like boys. <laughs> I also do hate boys. Are you on? Uh, are no, you, I love this. Do you? What is? Okay, so you can be my two Asian here, dads. Yeah, here's the, yeah here. Yeah, I'm old enough to be your dad. <laughs> yeah. So we. I mean, what is dating like in New York? 
I mean, that's and also because you're so busy with comedy. You're right? busy. You're doing stuff. You I'm know, not like, really is it? actively dating people, okay. uh, so I, that's probably you're not on the like the the apps and shit. I like once a month or so I'll re-download it and then I'll do some swipes and then I go, oh no, I recently found out I got banned from Tinder. And what? Why? I, I'm not entirely sure. There too are two successful. theories. <laughs> no. Um, where one... So, okay. It's sort of in line with the fact that I'm very blunt. My bio used to be active on Venmo just because I thought that was like dumb funny enough. That is that, funny. That's funny. Thank you. That is very funny. I thought that was like a good way to be like if someone reads that and they're like, haha, they would, we would get along. And yeah. if they didn't, I'd be like, whatever. I don't need to waste your time. Yeah. Right. Um, and so then someone messaged me being like, hey like what's Venmo and I responded are you stupid and sent www.google.com <laughs> Yo! and then they, they, oh uh, they blocked me and I, that sort of thing happened a few times so oh, I got blocked a lot you yeah. got blocked a lot because anytime someone asked about Venmo I was just like check out this thing called Google <laughs> And so anyway, but do you think he was trying to be funny? I have no idea, and I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> she does have opinions. Oh my god, fierce! Oh my gosh, that's um, crazy, man. Be careful, yeah. don't ever match with Karen. <laughs> <laughs> she will just be mean you, to you, you right away. Do you, you moron? <laughs> do you match with other comedians? I bet that happens a lot. There's a lot of incest Whoa. in the comedy community. I I bet that would be true, but I haven't seen any comedians on the apps. I also truly am not on them very much. Mm. Um, but I do see a lot of people who are comedians are like hooking up or smooching and i'm always like very wary of that oh it's oh, with each other oh. yeah just because mm. i'm like you see each other at shows all the time you have so many mutual friends you oh, might work yeah. together that feels yeah that feels this is why she's successful because business. i can't business, business, bro. yeah <laughs> no. that's the only reason why i'm not hooking up with a bunch of girls in the comedy scene that's, that's the that, only that, reason that was the reason <laughs> that's that the is the reason, reason. <laughs> also because you're a sociopath uh so <laughs> what um yeah how do you like new york so far i mean you know uh besides working you know like is it yeah i don't know i like it a lot i feel like it's very easy to get places if that makes sense so <laughs> that's awesome. easy to get places. no like you just get on a subway and then you're there this can't be the same girl who's like, are you fucking stupid? Try Google. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't understand. I would say, I think I, I, I try to be very kind, but then I also have like no tolerance for bullshit. Are you a Scorpio? Oh no, I'm a Pisces. Okay. I have no analysis for that. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's funny. It's that she's trying to be nice to everybody and everybody just keeps just failing to meet her standards. I know. <laughs> You know, just minimum <laughs> intelligence. Just like I'm gonna, okay, Google it, you, you, you idiot, fucking you fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, that's the most cold. That's I like know. a very Asian parent thing. You know, like it when is. you ask your Asian, your mom, like, hey, what is this thing? And she goes, look it up. No, Karen. I feel like I need to reevaluate myself. Now. <laughs> that's, you're killing it. You're killing it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. 
So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. And we're back with Dawson Race News. Race News! This is the segment where we talk about shit that's happening on the news that has to do with race. And we're experts. And we are we are back to everybody's favorite topic, mm-hmm. Harvard. Everybody's favorite topic. And uh, right now, they're in the news. They've got Asian Americans who are suing to, to, to kind of like... Change the admission process, right? Right, exactly. And it's been going on for a while. Um, there's been a lot of takes on it. And we have someone from the inside. Yes, <laughs> an expert. An expert <laughs> parent. And she got in. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. Amazing because there's clearly quotas or whatever. Also, right. they also don't think that Asian people have po- personalities. Right. So but here's the thing. <laughs> is that Karen... <laughs> Deep personality, yeah, and she will fucking roast the She'll shit out of you. Roast you, <laughs> that's, roast the shit out of you. That's probably what she did to get in. That's why the Harvard admission people were afraid. Because <laughs> the the deep anger. They was your was your was your personal statement just Google it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first name was my name, and that said Google it, bitch. Bitch, yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah, this is Harvard material. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I went to a public university, and uh, we got rid of affirmative action, and yeah. then. <laughs> and well, you have your own takes on that, right? Because you see the aftermath of what yes, that does. Yes, and we went from having like 10 black students to two black students, right? Mm. So uh, things, you know, it, it's it's not very diverse in um, the UC system. It, it sort of it sort of varies depending on what your metric is. But, you know, I'm, I'm uh, for me, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of affirmative action. Um, but I know, that, you know people have different feelings about it. I don't know. Have you been following all this? Yeah, um, I followed it. I think I'm following it pretty closely. I'm worried there's going to be things I haven't heard of, but yeah. Okay. It's all good. So yeah. what, what, are you, what are your, uh, I mean, when you went there, yeah. how was the makeup? Did you feel that it was like a diverse group of people? Do you feel like, you know, that you were getting a lot of different kinds of viewpoints and stuff like that? Yeah. I would say it was a lot of white people. Okay. Um, really? You yeah. Know, you noticed that? Yeah. It mm. felt it felt like okay. a lot of white people. It felt like the people who were most comfortable and like loud in class were white people. Um, yeah. And so when they were talking about affirmative action, I was like, we need more, <laughs> I would say. Like yeah. getting back mm. on it feels kind of insane to me. I, well, okay, so I came from the Bay Area, which I feel like has lots of Asian people. Yeah. And so then going to Harvard, which already does have a lot of Asian people compared to the like the percentage of Asian Americans in the US, for me felt like there were fewer, but mm. it didn't ever feel like I was the only Asian person mm-hmm. there, if that makes sense. Right, right, right. The only times I felt like I was the only Asian in the room is when I was doing comedy stuff or like uh, things yes. that were very self-selecting. Yeah. Yes. But I'm sure if I went to like the Asian American community events, like I would feel fine. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right, right. Maybe you can walk us through like the admission process. Do they also interview undergrads? When yeah, you, you go do. in for an interview with an alumni. Because yeah. this is, uh, on the article, it said that when, when they looked at alumni notes, yeah. a, a lot of the comments would be like, another Asian kid trying to be a doctor, and they, you know, therefore they would Truly score lower terrible. on that personality aspect, right? Yeah. So how, how was that interview like? You know, Do you think you stood out more because you had an attitude and, and, I, and you want to do comedy? That is maybe possible, yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. I think the thing that bothers me most about... Excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> the thing that bothers me most about the conversation going on right now is that people are lumping in the affirmative action thing and then the alumni being pretty racist towards Asians thing. Ah, uh, yes, thing. that is true. And I think those should be two completely separate things. I think right. affirmative action should exist and then also people should be like, oh yeah, an Asian person is a human and I'm not going to assume that they're all the same and that they right. all don't smile. Man, what a radical topic. Thank um, you so much. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> Asian people have feelings? This is crazy. Yeah, and I, I just, 
I feel like it's crazy because even if when I was at school and there'd be white kids being like, I want to be doctors, people would be like, hell yeah. And then an Asian kid would be like, I want to be a doctor. And they'd be like, I bet it's because it's your parents' opinion and not yours. Yeah. And just the like, agency that you lose just because of the way you look is so infuriating. I mean, that's a very, uh, you know, that that's sort of the thing about white people is they have, uh, you know, they are, uh, they're credited with like, you know, if, if you want to do something, it's because they want to do it. Yes. Right. They get mm. to have intentions. Right. Exa- yes. Yeah. They have intention. Right. They're yeah. Like, you know, if so if a white guy wants to go and be a doctor. Great. It's because he wants to save the world, wants to save the world. Yeah. If he wants to go and uh, shoot up a post office, it's because he was wanted <laughs> to shoot a post office. Right. Yeah. Right. But then a, a person of color does it. It's because they are that person of color. Ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 just yeah, drop yeah. some knowledge there. That's wow. good. That was a big knowledge bomb. I think I read that somewhere. That's why. <laughs> uh, um, did you watch the Hassan Mataj show? I did. Have you yeah, seen it? Yeah, yeah, and you saw the the it, like one of his episodes is about affirmative action. Yeah, I think it was mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah, yeah. and so there's uh, if you have if you if listeners there, if you haven't checked it out. I think it's on YouTube. Netflix. No, it's on Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. But there's clips on Facebook. Okay, you yeah, can watch yeah, clips yeah. of it. And it's what's interesting to me about that is that there's this um, group of you know, Asian American, this Asian American group, right? But then there's also ins- this insidious white guy. Yes, Ed who's, Blum. Who's pushing this, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wait, what do you mean, what do you mean? So there's this guy named Edward Blum who is anti-affirmative action and has brought up, like, I think this is maybe his third case to the Supreme Court. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and this time it's him just sort of replacing a cast of actors. And this time it's like an Asian, it's like the all Asian reboot yes. of an affirmative action <laughs> case. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Ed Blum is this white man producing this whole thing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And he's making it like Asian Americans versus Harvard. But it's truly him trying to take yes. away spots from like brown and black students so that more white students more, can get yes. in. Exactly. Oh. He, he's, yeah. making, he's, he's making it seem like, oh, Asian people, you know, he, he's using that Asian thirst for Harvard yeah. as a weapon. So because that, because then everybody's like, yeah, of course, you know, we, you know, we, we need to get uh, everybody should be treated like fairly, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. But that's not this is this this dude. You should look him up. He's definitely fucking a new Illuminati. Yes. You know, that's so sneaky. So is he getting criticized within the organization? Uh, no, but I think people need to realize that this push to get rid of affirmative action it's not about fairness, no, you know. Yeah. It's about getting more of a certain kind of person into the school, and right. to and he's trying to get rid of affirmative action, and and it, it's it's all about like kind of erasing all of those you know gains that that's had, that's have that have been. I made. think the saddest part for me is also that Ed Blum. I feel like it's sort of preying on immigrant parents. Oh yeah, I think. a million percent. It's, it's more so like people who just who more recently moved to the U.S. who don't have a grasp of American history and like right. the inequalities and stuff that have been going on for a very long time. And so they're like, hey, you moved here for the American dream. This is not possible. And so yes. they're giving them such one-sided fake rhetoric i feel like that a lot of people who've been here for generations are like wait no 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 hold on we know what you're doing and this is racist that's the thing is that uh you know it it, it's very a very insidious way of using uh one minority against another minority yeah Mm. right and asian that's this happens asian people all the time Mm. i've talked about it before when um there is a you know california was going to try to legalize gay marriage Mm -hmm. and it lost because in part conservatives they leveraged all of the people of color because they're, you know, they kind of couched it as like a religious thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Asian people, like, you know, Chinese people, whatever, really involved in, in the church and they kind of like pushed it in that aspect. Mm. And they used, they used us, that's really what it is, they yeah. used us to keep another person down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's happening again in Harvard. At Harvard. I believe mm. that. That makes sense to me. Oh, so much, oh, 
That's well, so sad. I guess the other like funny thing is like, what is this obsession with fucking Harvard? I know. Yeah. What is that? Why can't we have this thing what, at why, ITC just, Tech? You know, <laughs> or like, there's like, are there like nine other Ivy schools? I don't know how many. There I don't are, even know how. But many there's a bunch are. of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Also, like, there are a bunch of like Vanderbilt's a good school. Yeah, you know? there are lots <laughs> of really good, schools. good schools. Yeah. But it just it, there's this weird obsession with Harvard, and I feel like. <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> you know, I mean, again, he had to sell this, to your point, to minorities, right? Yeah. And you know, you're not going to get an Asian mom on your side if you're like, hey, we should really get you into Vanderbilt. Right. She'd be like, what the fuck is, what the, what the fuck is this? Oh, get out of my fucking store. Yeah, yeah. You know? Get out of my store. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But, but they start she, talking like that. Exactly. Hey, what? Accents gone. what the fuck? Their but. accent goes away when they're mad. Yeah, exactly. Like, what you say to me? That's that's a Korean mom, but that's but so you go in funny. there and you yeah. pitch it as Harvard. Yeah, we need to get your kid into Harvard. Yeah, yeah. Then she's like, like uh, please have some oh, tea. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> very much. Yes. I that's think it's why. a sense of like here, he Ed Blum keeps pitching it to Asian Americans as like here's something you deserve. Yes. Um, mm. and something you need and you like the reason why you moved here and just all this stuff where it's like that's not true. No one moved here. I mean, I don't think people move here specifically to get their kid into a very specific college. I like. Thing. I think there's a promise of maybe better education or like right. more opportunities, but to be like this is what you deserve, and then if you believe that, then it feels like someone's taking something away from you. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's true. The frustration I have with a lot of Asian stereotypes is I think I inherently adhere to a lot of them. Like in general, yeah, like too. I'm pretty quiet and I smile a lot. And you know what I mean? That's like a very annoying thing. Everyone assumes Asians are always. Yeah. yeah. So then if I'm like, great, that is my personality. So I'm going to lean into it it's like oh no you are just becoming more of the stereotype so i will dehumanize you and then if i'm like great i'm gonna actively lean away from this it's like oh so you're not really someone we care about because you're not the type of asian i want do you know what i mean so there's no win it's you are the stereotype or you're not regardless of how genuine you're being wow oh we're so stuck we always talk about leaning into the stereotype a little bit i mean that's why i got my accents jokes yeah. Wait, wait, how do you lean into the stereotype? I want to know. Well, okay, so explain I, to her the philosophy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Professor Mike. I used to do <clears throat> I, I the my, my one of my one of my Asian character my only Asian character <laughs> is uh he who was born out of um so I used to teach SAT, of mm-hmm. course. And uh, I remember <laughs> I would be teaching SAT, right? Like the math portion and then uh, ironically I was actually the worst at the math portion, but I could teach that teach the math portion. And um, the the white kids would be like, "This isn't fair. You're good at math." <laughs> And whenever that happened, oh I would be like, oh, <laughs> oh, it's so good at math, huh? Oh, oh, two plus two. This is not math. Oh, what you say? Oh what you say? Oh, no, I'm so good at math. What would they do? And they would feel like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of like the That's way to. so funny. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when there's a fire and you start another fire to like, you know what I'm saying? To like yeah. fight fire with fire. Yeah. yeah. I kind of do that. It's, it's kind of like reclaiming all the things that people can do to make fun of you. Right? Yeah. That's essentially what black people did. Exactly. They reclaimed the N-word. They reclaimed they knew, like all, the all these things that like at one, at one point was degrading or like subhuman. And they're like, no, we're going to make it cool. This is our thing. And now everybody wants a piece of it. It is. Right? So yes. going off of that, our philosophy is that one by one, we want to try to like reclaim a lot of these like Asian things. For example, bring me oranges when I book you on my show. <laughs> I want all the Asian comedians oh, to bring me man. goddamn oranges 
when I book you on Hack City. Yeah. So um, I was in a situation recently where, because um, I, I feel like there's such a pervasive stereotype of Asian people don't speak up. It's like something people say often mm. that always pisses me off. And then I saw it happening and I was like, oh my God, which was I went to a screening of Totoro. So obviously it's very... <laughs> 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 The okay. revolution starts at the screening uh, no. of Totoro. <laughs> well, okay, so Miyazaki or die. <laughs> you are not. You are not hoping you're like I'm a cute Asian girl by saying that I went to go see Totoro. No, I'm just. I'm dead serious. Obviously, the stakes are very low. It's yeah. not like a political no? rally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I go. They are screening Miyazaki films in theaters like once a month right yeah, now, yeah. and so I went to see Totoro, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time. And I go and I sit with my friend. And the screen is dark. Like, someone forgot to turn on the screen, so only the noises are happening. Oh, no. And you can hear that, like, in the uh, beginning, yeah. they have the background music, and it's starting, and everyone's sitting there like, okay, let's just hope the screen will turn <laughs> on. Wait, it's all, it's all Asian, right? Is it's like mostly all Asian people, and then there's, like, a handful of white people, and I see... Finally, the person who's working there come up to be like, hi, sorry, we're going to get the start again. And he's accompanied by a white guest who is clearly the person who went to go tell the movie oh, people. Oh, my God. And I God. was like, dang. I guess maybe, maybe. I don't know what it is. See, we need to speak up. <laughs> otherwise, we won't see the opening to Total. <laughs> It's such a good opening. The music is lovely. <laughs> so think they started that. it think over from that. the beginning. Think about that. Totoro. Totoro. <laughs> And we are back with another segment. Uh, we have Karen Chi as the guest today, and we're going to play some games with her. Uh, typically, what we like to do for these games is we like to design these uh, playful activities based on the guest's expert expertise. And uh, Karen is a professional writer and extraordinaire. So today, um, do you do you ever write something for like BuzzFeed or anything like that, like a, a, like a dumber medium? I know you write mainly for like New York Times and <laughs> New Yorker. Do you write anything for like, I don't know, what's like a... Oh, I wish I had. That would be cool like, if like, I wrote Like any Street. website that would have clickbait, like Upworthy or something like that. Oh. Do you write anything for that? No, but I wish I did. Yeah. Do you, have you ever written clickbait professionally? I don't think so, no. Okay, so today what we did is Mike and I, we wrote a couple of clickbait oh, nice. headlines, okay. and we want you to tell us if you would click on it or not. Okay. Give us your professional take. Great. So, uh, Mike, you want to like, kick this one off? Uh, yes, hold on here. My stupid... Um, Thing is not loading okay here we go so yeah we are uh again it's uh here's the title for the thing mm -hmm. and would you click on it or not that's that's okay. the, that, that's what and, it is. and why <clears throat> this puppy is a white supremacist oh absolutely i would <laughs> click on it yes that's a pretty good one yeah that's a great one i yeah. would want to know why like mexicans and he's only a puppy which means he really believes this inherently <laughs> Like straight out of the yeah. womb, straight out of the womb, just <laughs> just just hates him. Okay, that's a good one. Go uh, is he a German Shepherd? What's going on there? I don't What's know. See? See, you guys are all so many questions. Wow. So many questions. Okay, um, go ahead. Okay, nine jokes written by my five-year-old transgendered son about Coney 2012. <laughs> yes, I absolutely would. <laughs> Coney 2012 is coming back now. Is it? It, it is. Coney 2018. Yeah, I saw something pop up on YouTube like Whoa. a couple days ago, and they're like going over. I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing, but. That's clickbait, wild. man. Just like keywords, buzzwords. Mm. I'm actually getting worried. I'm afraid I'm going to say yes to all of these. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. sure Some of these will be bad. I'm Great. sure this, this one's not good. Here. Uh, my dad, the BlackRock hedge fund manager, is an artist. The the, the what manager? 
BlackRock is a, a Black financial, is like a financial company. Like oh, a I didn't know that. I thought they were black and also were like a rock musician. <laughs> okay, cool. So you're already uh, not a click. Not so a click. I guess I wouldn't click it. Damn. Yeah. Mm. Or I would click it for the wrong reason and be like, wait, this is the name of a hedge fund? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, mine get, mine get a little naughty from here and out. Wow. So remember, the, remember the little sister from To All the Boys I've Loved? This is how hot she got now. No, I would not click oh, that. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the joke, <laughs> bitch! That's so funny! That is Wait, that's actually hilarious. That's funny, right? That's funny! I would click it, because I would imagine that's like a clickhole article. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. It's just like photos of her in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great idea. Uh, three Asians are on a podcast, and it's the most offensive thing I've ever heard. <laughs> what could that possibly be about? I would, I would click on that. I would click on it to know, yeah. What's really the most offensive thing Asian people can say in a group? What's the most offensive thing? Hmm. It would have to be Asians talking shit about other Asians. That has to be it. Ooh. No, you know I, mean? I don't know. All the same Asian talking about a different kind of Asian. Yeah, That's... like if it was a group of like Koreans shitting on Japanese people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it would have to be that. Because <laughs> if they were just shitting on white people, it's like, eh. People would be like, yeah, yeah that's and pretty was, bad. If they're talking about, about black people, they're like, what What do you mean? Like, you don't have anything to do with this, you know? Mm. Yeah. It wouldn't make any sense. Who what has is? wronged Asians other than wrong, white people? Other Asians. Other, other Asians. Asians. <laughs> other yeah. Asians have Mongolians. Yeah. Mongolians. <laughs> <laughs> and now the podcast takes a darker turn. <laughs> Yo, fuck Genghis Khan. <laughs> All that pillaging. <laughs> They did was banding together <laughs> to fight Genghis Khan, who has been dead for centuries. Yeah, yeah. Finally, you may have conquered our people, uh. but I have a podcast. <laughs> okay, I have one more. Uh, here are twelve celebrities who once went black but totally came back. Uh, I don't think I would click on it because that would probably give me spam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a virus one. Yeah. that's a virus Ooh. one. That was a good one. That's a good game. Yeah, that was a good that's game. A great game. You have three. Uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah. Well, uh, let's move on to the yeah, next game. Not, that's not bad. All right, so the next game uh, we're calling BTS or BS. And give them the background. Give them the okay. background. Okay, so uh, you are Korean. Yes. And Korean American. And uh, uh, you also studied literature. Yes. Uh, and so we're going to read to you a uh, verse, <laughs> and you have to t determine is this a K pop lyric? Oh, wow. Or is this from like. You know, old English literature. Type of what? Literature. <laughs> is this, and you're this an English major, so you should game. know. Yeah. Okay. I have a cool. feeling these are actually very easy, but well, so we're gonna give we're gonna give that a shot. Okay. <laughs> do you listen to Do you listen to K-pop? Not really. So I'm kind of worried, but I'm looking forward to. This. I mean, these guys are not fucking geniuses. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're not Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> great. 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 Okay. Um. Ah. Ah. Here we go. Failure is the mother of success. Don't be scared. Challenge yourself. Fall seven times. Get up eight <laughs> times. So this is BTS or BS? Yeah. Is that is that a K-pop lyric? Or old English? Or old? Not not old English, <laughs> but like you know some famous lyric. Okay. You know, famous like Shakespeare. Uh, yes, yeah, I would like say that. a famous person, not BTS. It is. Uh, let me see here. It is. No, it is. From Sonamu, it is a K-pop lyric. Okay, wait. Dude. Fall seven times get up. They definitely didn't come up with that. That's a, but that's an Asian. Um, that's an Asian it's figure like of speech. A, a proverb, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. <laughs> Sometimes you can talk us like the weird broken English. Yeah. <laughs> how about how about this? Um, people can die of mere imagination. Oh, uh, 
that this is real English, like a real old yes, thing, not yeah, BTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from Chaucer. Yes, uh-huh, okay. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, did you read a lot of Chaucer? Uh, no, I didn't. I When I was in college, all my history and literature was about people of color. So I got oh. to college and I was like, oh, shit, I've only been learning about white people. This is boring. <laughs> um, yeah. Huh, okay, okay. Let's do Let's do one more. Okay. All right. Um, here we go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, I don't know if this is enough. Hold on here. Sorry. Aha. Here we go. Um... I have nothing more to lose, so I put the past behind me and jump out. My deeply falling self is so beautiful right now. <laughs> I throw myself to the sky and I'm free. Oh my god, I'm gonna say BTS. Yes, it's Big Bang. <laughs> Big, Big Bang. Bang. Big Bang. That's Very good. Nice. <laughs> my god. Oh man. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a tough one. That, that was. was hard. Yeah. yeah. BTS, man. Uh, I I watched their YouTube videos. They're they're very good. Oh, they're amazing. Did it, you see their Fortnite challenge on Jimmy Fallon? Oh yeah. Fortnite. They play Where Fortnite. They, no, they do the dances from Fortnite, and their bodies move like the animated characters. They're Whoa. so good at dancing it's and doing all the things. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they have bones. I like don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're like manufacturing some lab in Korea, and they're like, "Hello, dancer." They, they have the they have those companies that um they, they train um superstars, right? Singers. When I was at NYU, there was a girl in my major. Her name was Stella Kim, and she was part of like S and M music company or something like that. It's wow. like one of the big companies in Korea. She's a student. She was in my grade. But uh-huh. she dropped out eventually to go back. She was a Korean international student, but oh, see, she was like trained to be a pop star. That's and, insane. And like coming to NYU was like part of her brand because that's like cool. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! She just—that's great. Just she just. I mean, these people are wealthy. Hey, are wealthy. I was gonna you know? say, how yeah. wealthy do you have to be to be an yeah. international student at NYU for fun? That's <laughs> oh crazy. My gosh. Yeah, um, but I, I feel like we gotta get into the whole like K-pop thing more. But I feel like there's some com- there's some comedy we could do there, you know? K-pop comedy. K-pop yeah. comedy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's it's definitely funny for sure. Should we start like me you and Brian start like? The, like the Asian pop but for <gasps> dudes you guys have to do like Asian American pop that would be so funny can you the dance are you, you dancing can you dance band? I can sing bro you can I, sing I play guitar too okay cool oh, okay yeah. so you, you can, you I'll, can sing. I'll just do music you dance. dance Brian's just hot like doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfect we <laughs> just put some moisturizer it's perfect Brian does a face mask so I the he's just, he's just in the background yeah, yeah just peeling, like, peeling. Just, yeah Tweezing and shit. <laughs> All right, there we got it. All right, well, <laughs> Patreon subscribers, you can be look on the lookout for uh, a, a new photo shoot from our new boy band group called. <laughs> shit, what should our name be? I don't be? know. I guess it's got to be like Asian Americans. So it's got to be like some reference to some homage to Yellow Peril. Ooh. Yellow Peril. Yellow like we said in the previous episode. So yo, good. yo, we're. <laughs> We're sitting on top that. of a dragon <laughs> flying right at you like the Buddha. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed it. That was episode 38 with our special guest, Karen Chi. Woo, yeah. Woo. Uh, again, shout out to the Canal Street Market, Canal Street Radio for having us in the listening party. Um, and also Family FM, the network. Thank you so much for hosting us in your wonderful space. Follow uh, the crew uh, at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Yeah. And uh, Karen, do you have anything um, you'd like to plug for our listeners? Um, uh, where can they see you? What would you get? What do you got coming up? Yeah, if you're in New York, I got a show on November 30th uh, at Caveat called the Biodiversity Jam, and then one at the Bell House. 
with an all Asian cast called Joy Fuck Club, hosted by Joel mm. Kim Booster. Yeah, and I'm online. <laughs> all Asian cast, she said. All, all, all Asian. All Asian cast. I think so, Already yeah. hanging out with Joel Kim Booster. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Joel Kim <laughs> listens to this. I try <laughs> when I first started. Yeah, like I'm talking about like my first month. Yeah. I tried to be friends with him. How? How? Just by just because he, I see him at a mic. Mm. He would oh, do he was mics. doing mics back then. Uh-huh. Yes, he was doing mics, and uh, so I mean, you would kill. Talk to him. I would try to talk to him, and uh, he he rightly uh, you know was nice. He was very nice. Yeah. But just like was very like on the on the ball on the game, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah. he was like working, you know. He yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I was just like, oh man. And uh, which mic did you see him? Pine box or something? Revision. Like that? Oh, that, that's what advanced mic. Revi- it's not there anymore, but oh. it's one of those. It was mics. advanced mic. It, oh my god, I would. <laughs> and this is why I will never be famous because I would eat shit in front of yeah, all of these comics. See, Karen's never been there, but she's famous. Do, yeah, know? but she has success boiling in her blood. No, that's <laughs> not Open for Ronnie. Already <laughs> hanging out with Joe Kim Booster. New York Comedy Festival. New York <laughs> Comedy Festival. Uh, follow us. Yes, on, follow uh, us on the Instagram. We, got, follow, we have an account called Asian Not Asian Pod on Instagram. And then uh, our email address is also Asian Not Asian Pod at gmail.com. Feel, feel, uh, feel free to reach out to us at any questions or concerns um, and you can also find me individually on Twitter and Instagram at the Fumiabe. that's C-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E and you find me on Instagram uh, at NicePantsBro and uh, our our monthly comedy show Hack City Comedy that is coming up uh, the day before Thanksgiving uh, I will be there yes Mike will be there I'll be it's, working I won't be there but Mike will be there with another he got another Asian replacement David, uh, David, David Nguyen. Nguyen he'll be there he's hilarious so come out uh, that's November 21st 8 o'clock at Black Cat LES 172 Rivington and uh, Karen we'll have to have you on there soon yep. it's, uh, don't forget to and show. It's, an, it's an Asian room I'm excited oh it is it's, it's a lot. great show yeah uh, f- um, follow Karen oh yeah what's yes, her uh, I'm on Twitter at Karen Chi but with three E's at the end three E's yeah. at the end and uh Everybody, keep revi- uh, leaving us those reviews. We have oh, 96 yeah. reviews. Let's make that 100. That's We're on the fourth many. page now. Did you know that? We've, we've what? bumped. If you type in Asian on the podcast You know thing. what's crazy about iTunes is that you type in Asian comedy. Yeah. We're not even like the 30th podcast. I don't understand. There's like there a whole bunch of other like random things. I know. That aren't Asian comedy? Yeah, there's like, you know, there's like some weird economics post. I know. No. I think if you just mention the word Asian. Right. That's funny. Just like you just mentioned the word Asian once yeah. somewhere and your po- podcast could be about baseball and, there's just, and then it'll be like, it'll be four, before you know hours. Why? Which I, we have Asian twice in our you name. You know why? It's because uh, in the iTunes programming, the back end programming, because there's very, very few Asian things. They just have one filter. So that's why it doesn't come up. Mm. They don't have these little meta hashtags considering like Asian baseball, Asian economics. Oh. It's just like Asian. So everything just gets grouped. So fuck you, Tim Cook. Um, <laughs> work on that. But please leave us those reviews on iTunes. That really helps um, with, with the charts and everything like that. And tell all your friends. And, and I think that's it, right? And uh, don't forget to follow uh, me on Twitter, Karen. I will follow you back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. All right. Yeah. See you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>